Hallelujah tonight. We give praise to God for another wonderful evening with the word. I believe our day has gone well and um, we are at home now resting and listening to the word. I want us to get ready for the word of God today by doing a couple of things. First, suspend everything you're doing for now for this one hour. Suspend the cooking, suspend the distractions, and um, and even the eating. And so we can pay maximum attention to God's word. And then two, get your Bible, get your notepads or notebooks and your pens or barrels, as the case may be, so you can take note as a student of the word and um, anything the Lord makes to, to strike a chord in your spirit while I'm sharing tonight, feel free to note them down. Hallelujah today in Jesus' name. Amen. I don't take this work or this love for granted. The Lord replenish and reward you abundantly in Jesus' name. That's the will and the word of the Lord for us in this season. And um, Amen. Let us pray tonight. Father, thank you. Thank you because your word is powerful, your word is great. We come tonight again to fellowship with your spirit and with the word and with ourselves. For indeed our fellowship is with the Father and the Son and with the Spirit and with the Word. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. And the three are one. Lord, let us be able to see today beyond the transcendency of man and see into the Spirit. Cause there today to be a transfiguration. That we may see you, Lord, in your glory. We may see you, Lord, in your power through your word. Like you open the eyes of your disciples on the way to Emmaus. That they may understand the scriptures. Lord, open our eyes today, Lord. It's my prayer. It's my heart cry that we understand the scriptures. That the life of the word will dawn on us. That we become carriers of the life and not death. Because the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Lord, we are not of the letter today, but we are of the spirit. Help us transcend from letter to spirit. From faith to faith. From glory to glory. Let it be transformation in our hearts. That we may conform to your word. So may be effective disseminators. Effective, effective dispensers of your glory even by the knowledge of your word. Speak to me, speak through me, Lord, tonight. Speak to me and speak through me. You say, if any man should speak, he should speak like the oracles of God. Lord, because I have to speak today, I declare I speak like the oracle. Let this word not come alone in words, but let it come in much power, in much assurance, 
and in the precious Holy Spirit that the communication of our faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing in us in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, at the end of this meeting tonight, we'll have moved from one level of glory to the other. From the level of knowledge that we are right now to a higher one. We'll thrust your spirit in us to bruise and expound these words to us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We love the word. Bless it tonight. It's blessed. Bless our hearts to receive. In Jesus' name. And amen. Everybody say amen. Uh, before I go into the word tonight, oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, maybe I just feel like we sing that song tonight. Um, it has like four stanzas or thereabout, but I'm going to sing just maybe two. Amen. It's, it's a prayer and it's a desire in God as we go on to the study of the word today. It's an old and ancient hymn, but I believe it will bless us today. And it's my prayer. Deeper, deeper in the love of Jesus, daily let me go. Higher, higher, in the school of wisdom, more of grace to know. Oh, deeper yet I pray. Higher every day. And wiser, blessed Lord. In thy precious holy word. Deeper, deeper, blessed Holy Spirit, take me deeper still, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus and his perfect will. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day and wiser blessed lord in the precious holy word deeper deeper in the love of jesus daily let me go higher higher in the school of wisdom more of grace to know Deeper, deeper, blessed Holy Spirit, take me deeper still, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus and his perfect will. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord, in the precious holy word. Hallelujah. Praise God tonight. I want to start tonight by reminding us of our task. You know, I mentioned to us that we should find for ourselves 10 more scriptures that 
talks about the the birth, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension, and the seatedness of Jesus uh, before he arrived on the face of the earth. Why do I want us to do this? Because I want us to grow deeper in him. And the only way we can grow is by studying for ourselves. Like the Berean Christians in Acts 17, the Bible says, they did not take what Paul said for the truth. They went back to find out for themselves if those things he said were true. I want you to develop a heart to want to know. And the only source of your knowledge is the Holy Spirit and the Word. So every time I share the Word of God, I want you to go back in scriptures to find out if those things said are so. Because John 8, 32, 33 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Freedom in the spirit comes from truth. And that was why Pilate had to ask Jesus, what is the truth? And thank God Jesus did not leave us in the dark in scriptures in John 14 verse 6. It says, I am the way expressly, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh to the Father except by me. And John chapter 1, the apostle John was writing by the Holy Spirit. He says, for the law came through Moses, but grace and truth. So you must learn the truth for yourself. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says, Study to show yourselves approved unto God. Walk men and walk women that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's why Paul will say in Romans 1 14 to 18, For as much as it lies in my power, I desire to come to share the gospel to those of you who are in, in, in both the Greeks and the barbarians. And I'm eager to also come to share with those of you in Rome, for I am not ashamed why I have studied to show myself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. What made him not to be ashamed because he has been a studious study or a workman. So I want you to, on your own, take time out to study for yourself. Because these are the times of spiritual growth, of spiritual maturity. I want you to, for the first time in your life, if you have not, to take out time to study. Now you can, you, 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 you will have noticed that your Bible has, has, um, has index or has footnotes. For the few scriptures that I've shared with you, if you check your footnotes, you'll be able to see other um, um, ancillary scriptures that talk about the same thing. Because scriptures are used to interpret scriptures. Or rather still, just Google it. Scriptures that talks about 
the birth, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus, it will, it, it will bring it to you. So you can study for yourself and know. For faith, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God so that you might be you might be you might be you might be able to sanctify the lord god in your heart and be ready to give an answer to everyone that asketh you the hope of the faith you have first peter 3 15. the days are here where god wants to send laborers to his vineyard but before they go he wants to train them to understand the principles and the oracles of god so I want you to be among those that the Lord will find handy in this time. Say, for the eyes of the Lord go at to and fro the old herd, searching and looking for those on whom he may show himself strong in the behalf of them. How will he, by the word, by the word, in these days of preparation, I want you to, to be astute, I want you to be committed and be dedicated, even for once, to search the scripture for yourself, if these things I'm sharing are so. For indeed they are so. You see, 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3. This is one of the, the strongest scriptures in the Bible. And that, that emphasizes our hope in Christ. For in this same scripture, the 19th verse talks about if in this world alone we have hope, then we have all men the most miserable. Now, now this scripture is so loaded and several, several other scriptures like this. But in particular, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 5, Paul began to enumerate the gospel. Now, this is the crux of where we are coming to eventually. But I want us to build up to this point gradually. But he told the church in Corinth from verse 1, he says, I, I want to present to you the gospel that I preached to you again. So you know what I preached to you. And this is the gospel that the apostles also preached. Because he said, I preached to you that which I also received of the eyewitnesses. Verse 3 says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that one Christ died for our sins according to scriptures so which scriptures that's the question hallelujah and verse 4 and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to word scriptures which scriptures now you should ask yourself this question for this is where the foundation of our faith lies and every son and child and daughter of God in this time must know. And trust me, in my Bible, I've written like eight scriptures here. But for the sake of time tonight, I will not want to go over them. But maybe I mentioned some to you and I will take it from there today. I, I don't want to rush anything. I just want us to learn and grow and grow. Why are we doing this? First Peter 2 verse 2, it says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. The only way we can grow in the things of God is by desiring the sincere milk of the word. And if we desire that, it means we must create time for it in our lives. 
Genesis 3 verse 15. Now you notice when Paul was writing this, there was no New Testament. All there is, all there was at the time was the old covenant, the Pentateuch and the prophets. Don't mind those who said they are major prophets and minor prophets. God didn't tell them that. It's just, it's just a way of man to, to arrogate themselves certain importance and make others look inferior. One word from the Lord is what eternity. So if I'm concerned, there's nothing like major prophet or minor prophet. That's why some people on earth today are calling themselves major prophets. Because they think it means anything to God. It means nothing to God. It can mean many things to men, but to God it's nothing. Everyone that, that, that spoke his word were inspired, were moved by him. The same Holy Spirit that spoke through Isaiah, spoke through Micah, spoke through Nahum, spoke through Obadiah, spoke through Zacharias, spoke through Hosea. Hallelujah tonight. So I want you to, to develop a heart for the Father so you can grow. Develop a penchant for the word. You know, I, I sent a post on the church group. I don't know how many of us have, have listened to that video. I've watched it. I, I just tumbled on it by chance. And I believe by the Holy Ghost. I wasn't looking for it. But just that particular one, I wanted to study it. And if possible, just, just limit your, your, your incursions to that one for now. Because sometimes if you, if, you, if you begin to delve into some deep things without knowing the fundamentals, you can get yourself confused. Because there are so many materials out in the world that they are meant to confuse you rather than to convince you that Christ is the Lord. So when Paul said Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures, it means Jesus came in fulfillment of scriptures. So the question you should ask as a student of the word is what scriptures is Paul referring to? On the third day, mark the word, on the third day, he rose and, 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 and ascended again according to the scriptures. That means there's a scripture that specifically talks about his rising on the third day. So as a student of the world, as someone who wants to grow by desiring the sincerity, you, you want to find out like the Berean Christians did. They sought the Lord with all their heart. And, and they found him. Say, he that seek after me shall find me. Say, they that thirst and hunger for righteousness shall be filled. Before there is a feeling, there must first be a hunger. Before there is a quench of thirst, there, first be, there must first be a thirst. So they that hunger and they that thirst, actually they are blessed. Because it's the consequence of their hunger and their thirst is that their thirst shall be quenched and their hunger shall be filled. My desire is that every one of us, as we hunger for him this time, as we press for him in this time, that we apprehend for the purpose of which Christ also has apprehended us in himself, we shall be filled in Jesus' name. So maybe a few scriptures tonight. Genesis 3.15 Because Paul was referring to old covenant scriptures. Isaiah 7 verse 4, he said, and this sign I will show unto you, 
Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God with us. This came 700 years before Jesus arrived on the scene. This is what Paul meant by according to the scriptures. Isaiah 9 and, 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 and verse 6 say, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and, 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 and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counsel of Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government there shall be no end. This is not referring to a human being. For every king that ruled on earth had the kingdom come and go. But the kingdom of our Lord shall have no end. This was 700 years thereabout before Jesus came on the scene. So Paul was referring to scriptures like these. That our faith will not rest in the immense wisdom. But rest in the power of God. What's the power of God? The word of God. You see that? Isaiah 3 and verse 10. Isaiah 61 from verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has enabled me to, to preach the gospel. Now, if you read that scripture, you find it also in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Jesus took that same scripture and said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled. Amen. That means that prophecy was fulfilled in Him. Jesus is the Messiah. Because scriptures were fulfilled, he said to them in Luke 18, in Luke 4, he said, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your very eyes and your very ears. Paul said, According to scriptures. Psalm 32, verse 1 My God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Thou sounded, thou sounds like the word, the last word of Jesus on the cross before he died. So the psalmist caught this in the spirit and he understood that this spoke about Jesus in Psalm 32, verse 16 to 18. He talked about, about dogs encompassing him and, and his hands and his feet were pierced. Glory to God. This talk about how Jesus died on the cross. Psalm 3 and verse 4 to 5. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, Thou leads me in the father of for namesake. He said, he said, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, hallelujah. Thou will comfort me for thy road and thy staff that would mean, hallelujah. Thou hast prepared a table for me in the very prayer of my enemies, hallelujah. This talks about Jesus in the grave. According to scriptures. Psalm 24, verse 7 to 10. This is when Christ rose from the dead. As we read in Ephesians 1, from verse 17 downwards. Micah 5, verse 2. It says, O Bethlehem Ephrata, thou which may which, which, which was among the, the least of the cities in, in, in Judah, but out of you shall come forth the governor that shall, that shall rule my people in Israel, whose going forth is from everlasting to everlasting. His going forth is from everlasting. This is not talking about a human being. This is a reference to Jesus. Maybe today, lastly, Jesus said, when they asked him, to give a sign. He said, no sign will I give unto you than a sign of Jonah. The son of man shall be in the belly of the earth for three days and the third day he will rise again. What a, what a beautiful way that Jesus will proclaim himself the Messiah. So I want you to, to study the word. In the old covenant and in the new covenant. For the old covenant is the new testament revealed. And the new one is the old one concealed. Hallelujah. They are both one and the same. 
Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3 it says for man will not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from mouth of God that's what Jesus quoted to the devil in Matthew 4 verse 4 amen do not want to let you know that you are not going to live by bread alone you see your living now shall be by the word that comes from mouth of God no wonder Paul would say in Galatians 2 20 for we have all been crucified with Christ yet we live not not we that live it now but Christ lives in us and the life we now live in the flesh we live by the faith child of God I want to assure you that you are living by the faith and if nothing defy the faith of Jesus while he was on earth here then nothing will defy his faith in your life if you truly hold on to him hallelujah I was young damn old I've never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed bed bread glory to God tonight so I want us to to take out time I said all that to let you know the importance of personal study of the word so if you have not done your assignment yet I want to encourage you not because there will be a test no not per se that is really but I want you to 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 develop the consciousness the the, the desire to want to learn God for yourself hallelujah tonight I want to take two more scriptures but i'm constrained in the spirit to do a quick recap if i can call it quick i don't know but um, i intend to take first john 3 1 of 3 tonight and revelation 22 12 to 17. that's what i want to take tonight to just let you know again that as sure as the word of god said that jesus will come and he has and he has arrived and he's gone the same that said he was going to come again, surely shall come to pass. But, but before I take those scriptures, I don't know if I can get it tonight. Let me do a quick recap. Paul said in Philippians 3, he said, For me to write the same thing to you is not grievous, but for you is gain. Beware of the circumcision. For we are the circumcision that that that, that was the Father in truth and in the Spirit, and we have no confidence in the flesh. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision, be, beware of those that are legally induced, beware of those that put rules and strategies to God to get in things, beware of them. For we live by the Spirit and we live by the world. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8 and, and verse 14 says so. So I want us to, to, to focus our heart on God tonight because, because there's something He wants to do and birth in these times. But to do that, He has to build us up and take us through His process. So I began by saying, we're talking about this time about the test testifying about Jesus and I gave us 1 Corinthians 2 1 to 5 you see that scripture says and I when I came to you came not with the excellency of speech of man's wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God not the word that means we are all called to, to declare the testimony of God is beautiful to know that God has a testimony 
Hallelujah. It says, it says, For I chose to know nothing except Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness, in distress, and, and in much trembling. And my preaching and my teaching were not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that the faith of men will not rest in man's wisdom, but rest in the power of God. 1 Corinthians 2, 1-5 The testimony of God. And Acts 23 verse 11, the Bible says, And that same night Jesus stood by Paul and said to him, Paul, fear not, be of good cheer, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, thou will also testify of me in Rome. I love Jesus coming to an apostle, coming to a man. If, 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 if Jesus could do it himself at this time, he would, but the time has gone. He has, he has given unto us right now that ministry, hallelujah. He tattooed, he had the ministry, but now he has delegated that ministry unto us, his children. Someone say amen tonight. Amen. Titus 3 verses 4 and 5. He said, but after that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man had appeared. Salvation is the kindness of God toward man. Not by the works of righteousness that we have done, but by His mercy He has saved us by the washing and the renewal and the regeneration of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I said again that the next great plan or the next great event in the calendar of God for our age is the return of Jesus again on the surface of the earth. And when he comes back, he's coming to take us to himself. Hallelujah. He's coming for the saints. He's coming to rapture us. He's coming to take us to himself that we might be with him forever. And everyone that had this hope in himself, purify himself. Nothing on this earth should be able to take you away from the love of Christ. Paul said in Romans 8, verse 35, he said, what is it that can take us, that can separate us from the love of Christ? It's not death or, 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 or persecution or, or hunger or, or starvation, whatever, or angel or death or life, whatever. He said nothing should be strong enough to take us away from the love of Christ. Why? For there is nothing that a man can use in comparison to his soul. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? Mark 8 and 36 and 28 says so. So we must know as believers and, and, and be honest and be so sure about it that the next event in the calendar of God is the return of his Messiah back on the world. The same way he left is coming again. Glory to God. This should be a thing of joy. And, and if we know his truth, then we live in constant expectation of him in truth and in verity. Mark 14, I want to read verse 61 to 62 just this evening. Jesus said, when Caiaphas asked him, would you defend yourself? Let's turn to everybody this evening. Mark's Gospel, the 14th chapter. I just want to read that to everyone's hearing tonight. Please, read that scripture, Mark 14, verse 61 and 62. But he said, he, but when he held his peace and answered nothing, again the high priest asked him and said to him, Are thou the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Behold, he answered and said to him, I am. 
and you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. These were the express words of Jesus. The Son shall be seated. Right now he's already sitting down. The next event is that he will be coming back in the clouds. Glory to God. The Bible says Christ right now is seated. Ephesians 2 and verse 8, about verse 6, and, and Ephesians 1, 17, 18. It says, it says right now he's seated far above. So right now that word of Christ has been fulfilled about his seatedness. The next event after that is that he will come back in the cloud. So he's coming back. This is what Jesus himself said. Deeper, deeper in the love of Jesus, take me deeper still and higher, higher in the truth of Jesus, make me ever be. Oh, deeper yet, I pray, Jesus, and higher. Every day and wiser, blessed Lord, in the precious holy word, deeper, deeper, blessed Holy Spirit, take me deeper still. Lord, I, 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 we don't want to stay on the surface, God. For the reason we live as though there's not that stage because we are on the surface. But the those you bring to your inner point, Lord, you reveal your heart to them. Let your deep, oh God, call to our deeps. Reveal Jesus to us, oh God. That we understand the urgency of the time and the seasons, oh God. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your word. That we become like you and understand that which we want to do in this time. Take me deeper still, O God, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus and his perfect will. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus said, I shall be seated and I shall come back. And right now he is seated. And right now he, 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 he actually has been sitting down almost 2,000 years ago. The next thing is for him to come back just in accordance with his word. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 15:51. It says, I show you a mystery. For we shall not all sleep. We shall be caught in the sky. In a twinkling of an eye. We shall be changed. There shall be a transformation. It's a mystery. But Jesus actually declared it already that he was going to come back. So if, if this is the next thing that Jesus said will happen, and like we read in Mark 14, then what ought we to do? That's where we are. And then and then and then I, I went on by the Holy Spirit damn saying this so that we can learn. It says in Mark 4, 26, it says, it says, be careful what you hear, 24. 
Now I'm 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 being mindful because faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word. Faith can be built until we hear God's word over and over and becomes a reality in our spirits. So if Jesus said he's coming back, what should we do? First, I said we should get ready. First John 3, verse 1 to 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should call the sons of God. Now are we the sons of God, for we don't appear what we shall be. But when we shall see him, we shall be like him. Glory to God. When we shall see him, we shall be like him. This is a word of consolation for the believers that all our travails, all our endurance, all our persecution, all our hopes and waitings and trials and ordeals that we go through in faith upon the earth is not wasted. For when we shall see him, glory to God, we shall be like him. Just like Elijah told Elisha if you can see me when I go his daughter are expecting to see him that we did see him we shall be like him and every man that have this hope in himself will do what will purify will, will walk on himself so the purpose of this teaching is to help us purify ourselves in the world for it's only by the word of God that we can be purified Bible says, for his word is silver tried in the furnace seven times, purified seven times. Maybe clean, O oh God, with high soap. Wash me with your word. Ephesians 5 26. He said, And he shall cleanse and sanctify her, the church, by the washing of the water, by the word. So he purifies and cleanses us and washes us by the word. So everyone that has this hope must look in the word to adjust his life. For a man's life does not consist on the abundance. Be careful and be weary of the gospel of provision, of the gospel of prosperity. That's not all there is to the gospel of Jesus. Yeah, it's good that yes, he wants us to be rich, but much more. A man's life does not consist on those things. It consists on eternity, on the Zoe and the life of God. That's the essence for the whole world can be compared to the price he paid for his soul of man. So second I said, if we know it's coming, then we'll learn to share the gospel, share the testimony, hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, say for, 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 for he as in Christ is a new creature, all things have passed away, behold, all things have become new, and, 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 and all things are of God, praise God, who has reconciled the world to himself, not imputing again their trespasses unto them, but has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation, just like he told Paul, he said, Paul, I stand by you, I said, be of good cheer. Actually, three eleven, he sent to you and I. He's a calling Paul. He sent Timmy. He sent Remy. He sent Ben. He sent Richard. He sent Yinka. He sent Ayo. He is, he's calling your name and my name. He said he has given unto us, you and I, right now, the ministry of reconciliation. As he was with Paul, so he will be with us. For he never changes. Christ Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews thirteen verse eight. Glory to God. For there is a cause. 
You see, I write to us initially, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 to 5. I read again, Paul said, And I, when I came to you, I came not with the excellency of speech. You see, God doesn't want to go and share the gospel with an eloquent speech, you know, of, of, of men of wisdom. He said, But I chose to know nothing, save Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in fear and trembling and in much fear. He said, he said And my preaching and my teaching were not with the entitled word of man's wisdom, but word the demonstration, the showing forth of the Spirit of God and of His power. It means every time men go to preach, the Holy Ghost accompanies it that the faith of men should not rest and stand in a man's wisdom, but rest in the very power of God. That means when God's word goes forth, His power follows it. Anyone that is bold enough to present the word, to push God's word forward, the power of God accompanies the word. Matthew 9, 25, and he went to all the villages and towns and cities, teaching and preaching the gospel and healing all. He was teaching and preaching and then he was healing. The power went, but you see, before the power accompanied, the word went forth. We must share it. Mark 16, 15, and he said to them, go ye to the whole world and preach the gospel to all creatures. Say, he that believe on the baptism shall be saved, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cut out devils, they shall speak with other tongues, they shall pick up the things, they shall take serpents. And Bible says, they shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. Glory to God. And when he had said this, his represents, he was taken up from them to heaven, and they went forth preaching, and Christ went forth with them, confirming the words with signs following. Acts 17, 30 to 31, Paul said, In the days of ignorance, God waits, but in these days of knowledge, God is commanding all men to repent. If God commands men to repent, men can repent until they hear the word of repentance. For it's only in his name that repentance can be preached to the world. And you have a role to play in this. Study that you may know. You see, whatever you pick the gospel from, just like Philip did to the Chopin, you know, just like Stephen did when he preached, just like Paul did when they preached, they took it from the very point where they were, but it ended in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to, 1 to 5, that Christ died, he rose again for our sins, praise God. That is the gospel. Everything you say must end, must, must, must take its, its, its climax in the death and the burial of Christ. So I went on again to say quickly this evening, we have just a few more minutes, and I'm, 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 I'm going to stop very soon. He said, I said that, 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 that the word means also to testify because the, 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 the essence of the word of Jesus to Paul in Acts 23, 11, said, as thou hast testified of me. That means Jesus loved testifiers. Jesus loved his witnesses. Jesus loved those that proclaim him. Jesus backs them up. Jesus endures them. Jesus loves them. He said, as thou, he said, be of good cheer. Amen. That, that's the only time Jesus can come to encourage you when you are doing what he wants to be done. He says, Paul, be of good cheer and be not afraid, for as thou hast defied of me in Jerusalem, so also you will go also in Rome. What a fact to know that Jesus still encourages men that preach the gospel. So the key word there is testify, and it means to attest to, it means to protest for. It means to witness, endlessly declaring. 
And if Jesus could be could still do it today, if angels could do it today, he would have done it. But because it's no more given to him and angels, that's why I'm challenging us from scriptures. That's why in Acts 10, when God saw Cornelius, that this man, good, this man's good work can't take him to heaven, he had to send an angel to him to tell him to go and call a human being by the name of Peter. And before the angel got there, before the post got there, God himself began to speak to Peter himself in a vision, telling him, Don't call what I've made clean unclean. For whatever God has made, don't call unclean. And God was telling him that it's time for the Gentiles also to hear the gospel. And this same gospel he has also given to Paul to preach to the Gentiles. So I want to let you know this evening that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. And I said in, 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 my, in my discourse, what exactly is the content of the gospel? That's where we are going as the climax, but we are taking it gradually. And I said earlier on, I said clearly salvation is the highest display of God's love to, to humanity. It is a gift of God. We see that in Titus 3 verses 4 and 5. Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 10. And tonight, maybe I'll read this one scripture. Turn with me, everybody, this evening to Romans 3, verse 20, 21 to 30. Let's quickly read that scripture. Amen. It just portrays what I, I, I've been sharing with us in those earlier scriptures that, that, that I shared. So let's turn to Romans 3. Hallelujah. Romans 3 from verse 21. Let me read quickly here by the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says here, it says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. 23. For all have seen and come short of the glory of God. 24. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. 25 who God had set forth to be the propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God 26 to declare I say at this time his righteousness that he might be just and a justifier of them which believed in Jesus 27 where is boasting then it is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of, of what of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is, is, is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not of the Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. Sin, it is one God which shall justify the salvation by faith and the salvation also through faith. Hallelujah. There's no boasting here by the law of works. No, but by the laws of faith. And this faith is a gift of God for us to be saved. So I said that salvation has nothing to do with the works of man. There's no way that a man's work can be added to what God has done. So when we go to preach, we, you see Jews, or you see Muslims, or you see Buddhists, or you see people who believe there's, there's a work attached to salvation, you can tell them, no, the, 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 the God's own salvation, His kind, has no place to boast. There's no work there. It's of faith. Ephesians 2 verse 8, for by grace are ye saved through faith. It is not of the works, lest any man should boast. It's a gift of work, gift of God. So it's a gift. There's no work attached. So you don't need to fast and pray. You don't need to do penance. You don't need to do to do to do offerings and alms before you are saved. Just believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. Hallelujah. That's the only condition. That's why Romans 10, 9 and 10 say, For if thou shalt believe in the heart of the Lord Jesus 
And to go to the mouth, the, uh, the, the, the God raised with them, thou shalt be saved. Say, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, for and with the mouth we make confession unto salvation. If thou shalt believe the Lord Jesus, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the criteria for salvation. If you believe, praise God. For with the heart we believe, man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth we make confession unto salvation. We must know this for every other sect and religion will preach an aspect of works in respect to salvation. But the faith of Jesus doesn't preach so. Man tries to reach God by works, but God has reached unto man by Jesus. Glory to God. So the work of Christianity is not what we try to do to reach God, but what God has done to reach us. And we come by faith to receive that blessing. Tonight I'm, I, I begin to close just by way of remembrance again. So the things I've said again come alive unto you. But I know today you've heard it again from a newer perspective. Just like I've said over and over again. For every time you hear the same word of God, something new comes to your spirit. John 1 29. John said it particularly. Behold the Lamb of God which taken away the sin of the world. You must know that your sins have been taken away. You see, when you understand that joy for yourself, that assurance in yourself, then you can be confident enough to declare to others. There's other name upon the earth. Anyone can be saved. His birth was foretold. He himself foretold his coming. But today I want to end here. By the grace of God, we continue again in this study on Saturday. As the Lord will lead us. And we'll look at 1 John 3 and Revelation 22, 12 to 17. Father, tonight we thank you. You said by your son apostle paul that writing the same thing to your children is not grievous but it's for their gain lord let us see the gain in this tonight rekindle your holy fire let the joy of salvation dawn on us let your holy zeal come on us let all that matters to us is what matters to you. Bring us to that point, O God, where your will becomes ours and ours becomes yours. Thank you, O God, for that which is in man that makes man indifferent to you. Lord, take it out of us. But that which you give to man that makes man come in alliance with you, Lord, give it unto us. That we may love you with the one and true only God. Who dwells in darkness that no one can approach. And yet, the Bible says you dwell in light. All the depth of your wisdom is unsearchable. Lord, tonight bring us to your realities. That we may enjoy the blessedness of your word and your presence. 
Lord, today I feel the 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 fragrance of of heaven. Lord, I feel the fellowship of the saints. I feel the joy of being a believer with my brethren tonight. I feel it in my spirit. Lord, I pray tonight that this will go beyond the things we perceive in the spirit. It will become our reality in the natural. There will be joy and peace. Thank you for your love. It's shared and brought in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And we're able by your strength to yield to all that you are doing now. Give us strength to dig deeper in your word. Like the Berean Christians. That may find you plainly like you want and you will. Make everyone, oh Lord, that hears my voice today strong in you. Make everyone pillars in your body. Make everyone, oh God, strong members of the body of Christ. That we all may supply. We may be suppliers to make the whole body compact together. We supply in faith. We supply in power. We supply in love. We supply in spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Take flesh from us, O God, and let the new spirit in us gain ascendancy. That may walk after the power of the endless life and not after the power of sin and death. Thank you, God, for our bodies are healed. Our bodies are healed. Tonight I speak by the Holy Ghost. Those that need a job or something to do with their hands. Your word says that every man should start to be quiet and walk with their own hands. Lord, according to that scripture, oh God, I declare tonight the provision of jobs for everyone that needs one in the name of Jesus. I command the doors to open. I command the eyes of your sons and your daughters to be open that they may see the opening in Jesus' name. Ephesians 1 3 said, Blessed be God of our Jesus who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Lord, yet then the spirit, but Lord, that we may see it and bring them upon the earth today. Thank you for supernatural opening of doors. Specifically tonight for job opening, I declare there will be job creation, there will be job opening. I declare opportunity comes, oh God. Those that want to switch jobs, oh God, I declare it is possible. Those that don't have a job right now, oh God, I declare a new one come in the name of Jesus. I call for those things that be not as though they were, for indeed they are. In the spirit, our knees are made up, our pay supernaturally. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. For we love your word. We grow in your word. We are rooted and grounded in love. All the days of our lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you tonight for listening to the word of God. I believe you have been blessed. I want to hold on to the truth of the word you've learned. And go over them over and over again. Make it a point of duty to visit the world because it's your life.
For man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. We live by it. I want us all to grow in the grace of God. Grow in the strength of God. And how do we grow? By desiring the sincere milk of the word. That's the only way we grow. When we decide, we go for it. So let's go for the word. Let's go for the meat. Bible says, for it's good for, for a man's heart, not, not to be established in me, but, 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 but in the grace of God that we may be strong in him. I pray tonight we'll be established in grace. We'll eat strong bones. We'll chew the bones of the Lord. We'll go out there in the field and get men saved. Get men filled with the Holy Spirit. And our joy in you, Lord, shall be full, even now and forevermore. Amen. To hear the truth of the word. And as you do, the Lord will bless you richly. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed night rest. In Jesus' name. Amen.